there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. If you're looking for an edge on the playoff games, VEASAN experts have you covered. Become a pro subscriber with an offer of $9.99. VEASAN pro subscribers get access to the daily recap of the top plays made by every host and guest. Deep dive betting reports, the betting guides for the biggest games of the season. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Sign up $9.99. Become part of the sports betting network. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. The other angle here, which used to be over 80% in this round only, was you bet the team that played a tougher strength of schedule. Oh, that's right. Although that has been uh, gone by the wayside the last couple years as well. The last few years has been crazy. In the wild card round only, it's been dogs and unders. Excuse me, road teams. A lot of dogs too, but road teams and unders uh, the last few years. But that uh, that was over 80% at one point. Just in this round, bet the team that played a tougher strength of schedule. Yeah, and we'll go over wildcard trends here, and they're available on the VSIN website. Steve Mackinnon does a great job covering the stuff. And when we run the stuff down, it's, it's fun content. It doesn't mean to run out there and bet just based on these trends. Maybe it could be part of your handicap, could be zero part of your handicap, whatever. But we'll give you kind of a history here of what is going on in this round over the years to point out. And maybe it'll continue. The outright winner, Paulie, owns a point spread record of 54-7-1 in the last 62 wildcard playoff games. That's 88.5%. So just, again, who's going to win the game? They're going to cover the spread. That is something. That is strong. 89%. In the last 34 games, 25 have gone under. 25 and 9, last 34? Yep. To the under? Yep. Okay. So you're talking 73%, and then you're you're 88.5% going back. That's 62 games. How can that be? I know. Okay, so... Again, dogs, you pointed out the dogs' yep. angle. They were awesome uh, last year in this round. Not so great, but in the NFC wild card, they were 1-2 a year ago, but going back, they're 13-6-1 and 
That's 68.4%. And we did see money on the Seahawks yesterday. That number did move from the Niners lane 10 in that spot to now 9.5. What was that all about? That was yeah, surprising. Yeah, there's no, there's nothing going on here about, A, Tua might play or yeah. Lamar's going to miss the game. Yeah. That was just Seattle money. It's a horrible matchup for Seattle. It is. I mean, they couldn't get any th- Week two, it was 27-7. to seven. Their touchdown was a blocked field goal return. They had 200 yards of offense. They rushed for 36. Is it the rookie quarterback angle? I, People I, just, are they, it's the do theory with Brock Purdy. He can't keep playing like this. He was 17 of 26 for 217 and two scores in the win Thursday in Seattle. Kittle had 93 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, we got an email asking about what's McCaffrey. Not bad. About receiving yards? Oh, I could see that. 60 to 1. Okay. I could see That's some a good like observation. That yes. It's really good. For what it's worth, I did see one national NFL media member yesterday. I'm not sure if he has a vote or not. He was making his case for the awards, and he said flat out on the air, Brock Purdy is the rookie of the year. I don't care how many games he played. Wow. Oh, boy. This is, uh, I, I was trying to read as much as possible about awards yesterday. But all of them, except for MVP, pretty much razor thin. Yeah, defensive player of the year looks like Bose is definitely going to have it as well. Mm-hmm. But offensive rookie of the year, all over the board. Offensive player of the year has mostly been Jefferson, but other people are saying Hurts or maybe even somebody else could win that. But the offensive rookie of the year, no clue what's going to happen here. Some other things, too, that are happening. Just like, I'm not sure which way that's going to lean. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So, and on that game, one more thing. And to pay off the tease, lines of nine and a half points or more. Wild card favored host this big have now won 12 straight games outright and ATS. The average score, 31.8 to 13.9. In this round, nine and a half or more, Bill sitting there and the Niners sitting there right now. Again, don't even worry about it. They win the game, they'll cover. That's the way it's gone over the last 12 games in that spot. Something to keep your eye on this weekend. We mentioned the 3-6 angle. Uh, the, the sick underrun there, it was 15-0-1 until they expanded the bracket. How about if there's a total in this round of 48 or higher? 11 of the last 12 games with a total of 48 or higher have gone under. The only one that fits is, but it's the 3-6 game again, too. Two angles punching you in the face. The it, Giants and Vikings. Tra- yes. The, the, uh, yeah. the Charger game is 47 and a half, so I don't know if we're going to get there. But 48 and a half in the Viking game, 11 of the last 12. It's 91.7% with a total of 48 or higher in this round only. Yeah. Under. I will point out the first time they played, again, Christmas Eve, that game eventually went over the total. Oh, yeah. Good but, point. Yeah, but, this was. But that was, tw- it was, tw- again, not that this has anything yeah. to do with the game coming up this weekend. The Vikings led 24 to 16 late. It's 13 10 in the fourth quarter. That's right. And and that was I'm saying 24-16 final drive for the yeah, Giants right. before they scored and then they needed a two point conversion and they got it. Otherwise that game was going to stay under the total. Block pun in there, I believe. Yeah, that's right. right. There was something. Yeah. Yep. So how about this? Sunday NFC road teams have been great. NFC road teams, 13 and 9 straight up, 15, 6 and 1 ATS. So that would qualify 
the Giants this year under the total, like you said. Well, this is another one, 17-5 and five in those games as well. So there are so many different angles here uh, to look at this stuff with the trends and how they have uh, been operating lately. Let's see here. Number three seeds. Did you say this one already? That were an underdog or around three and a half points. No. Have lost 11 straight games outright and are 1-13 in 13 straight up, 2-12 and 12 ATS since 2004, scoring only 16.2 points per game in the process. That includes a loss by Dallas this season. Minnesota's a three-point favorite as a uh, the time of the writing here for this trend angle against the Giants. That one's confusing, but there's a lot of lingo to it, obviously, from over the years. So, um, but I don't know, man. We'll see how it shakes out. I'm not betting any of this stuff blindly, but it is something to you know take into consideration. It, I find it fascinating that when a team is the you know clearly the better team and they're power rated, and the market tells you like the the number has to be nine and a half, not only winning. Forget about it. They're covering those games as well. 12-0 going back. Mm -hmm. I want to, again, here's the approach that I want to take this weekend is I'm waiting for the Bengals to get to 7.5. And And we may find out today more news about Lamar Jackson. If he doesn't play, I'm pretty convinced that number will go to 7.5. I will be betting the Bengals on a teaser. Just win the game. I'll tease him below 7, below 3. And then the other teaser leg do I do Buccaneers up to eight and a half, or do I do the Jags at home up to eight, eight and a half? Oh, God. Because I already bet the Buccaneers plus three. Do I want to include them on a teaser leg and then potentially lose both bets? Or would I rather separate them and go Jacksonville on, on the teaser along with Cincinnati? How would you not love Cincinnati on a teaser leg if it's not going to be Lamar Jackson? Yeah, yeah. They're one, uh, very confident they win that game. Absolutely. Got a lot of respect for Burrow. I don't know. That's a tough call. I could see Jacksonville losing by 10. Chargers have a yeah, ton of talent. I know. And uh, But that's, you don't know, these guys on the, on, the, on the stage, the big stage for the first time, you don't know. The other angle, too, with that. How about, we, we, we mentioned quarterbacks making their playoff debut. How about coaches? First-time playoff coaches have been wildly more successful than quarterbacks. They're 8-3 straight up. And ETS the uh, last four years when not matched up against another rookie head coach. That's surprising mm. uh, with that angle. But that's, God, Tampa could get hammered. Now, Dallas has been so bad, and you got to worry about the defense, but that's, right? I think you have to worry about the Dallas defense for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough game. Are, Those are, are tough games. How about the combination here of rookie head coach and then either not not a rookie quarterback, but a first-time playoff starting quarterback. The example there would be the Giants. With Daniel Jones right. combined with Dable in his first year. Mm-hmm. Mike McDaniel in yeah, his first like year with Miami. Yeah. If it's Skylar Thompson. Yeah. I mean, completely up against it. I think the I think the Vikings will get the win and they'll cover. I do. Because is that one of your favorite games on the yeah, board this I just, weekend? I just don't. Well, the Bengals number one. I just don't think the yeah. Giants are that good. It was a great coaching job. There's not a lot of talent there. I mean, like you said, you're coming into the season about this is going to be it for Danny Dimes, and now you're going to extend everybody. Right. But look, look at the schedule that they played, and also what they did down the stretch to get in. I mean, they 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 hung on to beat Houston at home. They beat Washington on the Sunday night game and Heineke, and they blew out the Colts. Those are the wins. That's what that, that's what got them in. They got off to the hot start, but it was just chaos around them. 
and what happened. Well, and don't Detroit, forget, they, they, so they got buried by Detroit at home. Oh yeah, killed. they lost on Thanksgiving. You had the tie at home. They 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 were at home to Philly. That was uh, less than a month ago. That was forty eight to fourteen with a minute left. Think about that. So I I just think, I know what happened the first and the Vikings are always in these close games it appears but. I think the Vikings will pull out a, a, a 10-point win. Yeah, they were very fortunate to win the first two games of the year. Yes. Absolutely should have lost to the Titans. Yes. They came back from dead against uh, the Packers. That game was over in Europe. Ravens, they, they were dead. They were down 10 in the fourth quarter. Totally dead. I think there were ba- five minutes left in that Bad game. INT by Lamar Jackson. Yep. The Jacksonville game, I believe, ja- uh, the Jags had a bunch of turnovers in that spot. And that Sunday night game against the Commanders when they won 20-12, to I mean, there was nonsense at the end with McLaurin. And Controversy, the, right. And the officials, yeah. Yes. But that's the way it goes. I mean, if we want to talk about teams that are fortunate, the Vikings mm-hmm. are 11-0 in one-score games. That's their opponent. I like what you called it uh, when they met, when we had Adam Chernoff on the show, who's a friend of the show and an NFL handicapper. You called it the Fugazi Bowl. Yeah. It's Fugazi Part 2. Yes. Up next, DraftKings is offering next head coach odds for all four openings that are currently available, and you have a lot of options to bet on. That's next year. Follow the money. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Follow the Money. The start of the new year, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boost. Whether you're a football, hockey, or basketball fan, they have you covered. Join them every week for great promotions like Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance. It's a whole new game, great house specials and menu at Bet Rivers. So DraftKings is offering odds right now on the next head coach at four different spots in the NFL. Could we be could we have five by Next Tuesday, uh, the Monday night game 
if Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys lose to Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, could Mike be gone? Big Mike. What, what's the better scenario if you want him out? Is it what Mike Florio said with us last week from Pro Football Talk, that it would be another debacle with the clock? With Dak and the fall, it's sliding against San Francisco, and how could you call that play? Or is it if they get housed? I does, does it even matter? Either scenario. I re- either scenario. I mean, if it's if they're killed, I think you have to consider it for sure. And how they played down the stretch, and Dak has regressed. I mean, Paul, can you actually imagine if another scenario happens like it did last year? You'd fire him on the field. I can't imagine a scenario where yeah. that would it would be that bad. I, That's I, an all-time screw-up that they had. I mean, Sean Payton is out there, and you wanted to hire him, and you were going to hire him, and then the crazy story in Mike's book about the Anthony Davis trade, and and uh, Loomis didn't want to lose Anthony Davis and Sean Payton, but he was right. going to go to Dallas. I mean, with him out there now, and I know he said, Strahan asked him, chances you're at Fox next year, he said seven on a scale of one to ten. Okay. But he can have his pick, but if you, I don't care, even if they get beat, it's unacceptable. Ever want to run playoff game since '93? Come I, on! I don't now. think that'll do it, though. Come on! I think we've seen it too many. Here's Jerry. Jerry Jones was on 105.3, the fan in Dallas. He was asked if Marth, uh, McCarthy and his job could be in jeopardy with a loss on Monday. No. Just uh, I don't even want to. Uh, no. Uh, that's it. I, I don't need to go into all the pluses or minuses, but. Uh, uh, we're not seeing any. We're not uh, basing. I've got uh, a lot more to evaluate Mike McCarthy on than this playoff game. It seems like he doesn't want to go down that road and envision a scenario where they lose. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Plus and minuses. Come on. But what's a this, lot more to go on? What, yeah. I mean, again, if it is ugly against the Buccaneers, you have this and yeah. you have the debacle against the 49ers last year. That that outweighs anything else. Because when it matters most, you're not getting the job done. Yeah. And Big Mike was far from good in Green Bay. Odds are up again, DraftKings, Arizona. Next head coach, Sean Payton, the shortest shot on the board at plus 250. Would he want to go to Arizona? Uh, Are they going to trade Hopkins now? I don't want it. I don't want, no. It appears like, yeah, Hopkins is not going to be back. No. And who knows how long Kyler Murray is going to be out next year. Yep. With the ACL. There you go. That's another one. He'll miss the start of the season. And he's also, yeah, that's, uh, this is a strange list too. Yeah. About who, good good luck, right? There's always surprises. I mean, the Hackett thing last year too. Well, that's the thing. I I, I believe that you're going to be able to find a guy on this board at at long odds that's going to pay off because it's not going to be Sean Payton. Shane Steichen is the Eagles offensive coordinator. He's the second guy on the board at plus 650. Now you've got to be kidding me. The enemy can't get a job, but you're seeing the hack it and now this name. I mean, come on, what are we doing? Yep. I mean, I, lo- I love the ring around the rosy stuff like that. I mean, the creativity and what the enemy has done in Kansas City. And again, they hired Peters. They, Peterson got a job. Nagy got a job. Nagy about didn't it. work out, but yeah. Nagy also stopped the creativity after year one in Chicago. It didn't make any sense. Right. Then I, he started protecting Trubisky. I think the Arizona situation is god awful. I, I can't agree. believe how badly they've screwed this up. They gave. Uh, Kingsbury an extension 10 months ago to 2027. They gave Murray a foolish contract, and now he's out for a long time. And oh, by the way, they're doubling down because we found out yesterday Kyler Murray's going to have some sort of say or input. And in the next head coach, here's Michael Bidwell from the Cardinals side talking about Murray's role in the next step. 
I think so. I mean, right now, he's obviously he's re, re, recovering from a surgery and will be rehabbing in the offseason. Um, but I think the, the big thing is he remains a dual threat, uh, incredibly explosive player. And, uh, you know, he's going to recover from this injury and, and we're going to have uh, a great player come back next year. And so I think it's really important for us to make sure that we, we don't lose sight of that. And let's not lose sight of 13 months ago. We were 12 and two. We're the hottest team in the league just 13 months ago. And so you've, you've all seen it. There are teams that have been down a few years ago uh, that have flipped around and now are in the playoffs. So I feel like we can be a quick turnaround. We've got to get the right head coach, the right general manager in here, and that we can do that. We've got a lot of talent on this team, and we need to recover from these injuries, get back to uh, focusing on, you know, what are the things that we need to be doing to win the NFC West? Mm. Yeah, I don't think they're close to that team that was 12 and 2, 13 months no, ago. No, no way. Not close. No, and I understand you want him on the same page and with the new coach, but it, it, it was ugly. Oh, we couldn't get along with Kingsbury. Absolutely. It was a horrible relationship. So I'm I'm pretty firm on this. I think that Dan Quinn's going to be surfacing again in the next uh, coaching cycle. If you bet Dan Quinn at plus odds at every one of these spots, if he did the math right, I think he'd make some money because he, he ranges between plus 225 and 15, 12 to 15 to 1. I think Dan Quinn's going to get one of them. Yes. He'll be back coaching somewhere next year. Mm-hmm. So for this Cardinals job... He's uh, a longer shot here. He's at 12 to 1. I don't think Harbaugh's 15 to 1. I would not bet him there either. Does Frank Reich show up again? Or does he take a year off? I'm not talking specifically about Arizona. I'm talking about any of these jobs. Uh, there was news about him yesterday, I thought. Uh, I, I may have missed that if, if Dustin could find it. Um, I, I think Harbaugh's just using this to get another raise. I mean, he's really, he's really, really going to leave Michigan? I, I don't I changed think he my should. mind on that. I, I don't think he should. Right. With what's out there? Yeah, yeah. for what it's worth, again, the Broncos did have a virtual interview with Jim Harbaugh on Monday. So they had that, and let me find out here. The Broncos' next head coaching odds, he's plus 30, uh, 330 to go there. Quinn's the favorite, shorter shot at plus 225. Right. Wilson was asked about him, too, and uh, he signed off on it. And it just had uh, rave reviews for, for Dan Quinn. But the Peyton thing's interesting, you know? They're going to they're gonna throw that kind of money at you, right? And I'm with you, though. Get out of the AFC, especially in that division, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I still think it's a good situation. If anyone can fix Wilson, and you have to fix him, what you gave up, huh, again, what a year for Seattle, right? You trade him and unload the, you don't have to sign him, right? And you get a top five pick, and you're rebuilding, and you make the playoffs. Right. Nuts what happened in and Seattle. You're in a much, it just so happens that the division, but that's that's part of the breaks, right? Awful. Rams, and the Rams could be bad for a long time. And I think the Cardinals are going to be bad for a while. I am hearing things about Ryan's. Maybe Ryan's, the 49er DC, could get that too. Uh, Ryan's is definitely going to go somewhere. I don't know which spot that he would prefer, but Mm D'Amico Ryan's is probably going to end up with a head coaching spot, uh, you know, in the next couple of weeks. It depends on how long they make it, you know, month, whatever that time frame is going to be. Harbaugh, again, he's like between plus 225 and plus 350 to get a couple of these jobs. And it comes down to either the Broncos or the Colts. But to your point, I... It is Bruce Feldman reporting this. That was Bruce Feldman who said, "If the if it's a big offer, he's going." Yeah. So, I, I Quinn that what you want. Quinn is six to one to go there, and then you have names like Ben Johnson plus six fifty. I'm talking about Indy now. Aaron Glenn plus seven fifty. Raheem Morris ten to one. D'Amico Rhines is ten to one to go there. 
getting these spots for Sean Payton to land. I, I just, I, man, why would he go to Indy? Look at Saturday, fifteen to one, still under consideration. Ballard said that too yesterday. A- in actually, press you know what? Is that the play? Oh my God, he can't be serious if Ursay does this. You can't. You can't be serious again. It's. It's not what. I actually think that might be worth some pizza money. (laughs) But Ballard was asked, will Saturday be back yesterday? He is going to be a candidate, okay? Um, Tough. And I told Mr. Ursay this. I mean, like when he he made the decision and we talked through Jeff, I I voiced my concerns, which were, look, this is unprecedented. And we're putting him into a really tough situation here, taking a a team over midseason – um, it's going to be tough, and I wanted to make sure he understood that. And I had the same talk with Jeff. Um, but, look, here's what I know about Jeff being around him. He is smart. Um, he is a good teammate, and he is a leader. Like, those things are real. And now we need to find out, because we didn't get into, like, you can't change. Like, you can't do wholesale changes, like, <laughs> when you come in week eight. You know, that, that stuff starts in April. Uh, I, I think that there might be something to it. It also sounds like Ursay does whatever he wants. No doubt. He doesn't run any, doesn't care what Ballard says. And, and that's, oh. that's part of the reason why I would take a slice of Jeff Saturday. Oh, I really would. Oh, my God. And then fall off my couch laughing when they make that uh, the decision. <laughs> How about the next Carolina head coach, Wilkes, is yeah. plus 350. Is, I, he's got to get the job. Doesn't that doesn't seem he? too obvious? He did a great job. I was, I, was, I was wrong on that. He did a great job. Looked like they were going to tank. They traded McCaffrey. You're like, oh, they're going to lose the most games. Almost made the damn playoffs. And we found out how much the players like him, and they were playing for him to keep the job. I'm with Mike Pritchard. I'm, I'm just, I can't see because Shane Steichen used to play quarterback yeah. here, and I'm just, I'm like Shane Steichen. Yeah. Former Vikings GM Rick Spielman on the show coming up next. Nobody uh, believes in Minnesota. Why should we? This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Get a $10 free bet when you sign up for First Bet, VSEN's preferred horse racing app. Use the code HORSE200 for the $10. Plus, get a 100% match on the first deposit up to $200. Wagering to more than 300 tracks, AI assisted picks, easiest way to bet on your favorite sport. Secure payments, great customer service, reliable website. Details at vcin.com slash horses. Support the sponsors. Please sign up now. This will be a lot of fun. Uh, as Rick Spielman joins the program now, he is with CBS Sports and the 33rdteam.com as an analyst there, former longtime GM of the Minnesota Vikings. Good morning, sir. Thanks for the time today. How are you? Good, and thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. You bet. You bet. Well, let's start off with your former club here because a common narrative across the country is Minnesota is not that good of a football team. They were very fortunate this year. They won 11 games by one score, which is unprecedented. It's never happened in the NFL. You have Kirk Cousins, and the people you know don't have a lot of faith in him, and a bad defense down the stretch. Why do you think people could be wrong about Minnesota in the playoffs? Yeah, a couple of things I, I would think. The first thing is I don't care how you win the games. When you have the record they have, that's a pretty good accomplishment in the NFL. Cause, uh, and if you're winning those one-score games and set an NFL uh, record doing that, uh, then that should – I mean, that's something that you got to put your uh, – so if they do get in that situation, they know they're able to come back and do it. 
Uh, you know, they went on the road. They, they beat Buffalo on the road in a, in a crazy game up there in Buffalo. So it seems like when you watch Minnesota play that it's either going to be uh, you're going to be sitting on the edge of your seat uh, or it's going to be a win. Uh, but when they lose, they, they go down bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Green Bay loss was horrible. The Dallas loss, they didn't play very well. You know, even Indy, and, and Indy's not a very good football team right now, but down 33 to nothing, but they were able to come back and set another, another NFL record doing that. I think what you got to be able to do in any team in general is be able to run the ball and play good defense. I think Minnesota's more than capable of running the ball uh, with Cook, and hopefully they get some of their offensive line back because their offensive line's bagged up a little bit. But their defense is the one that's a concern. If they were playing even in the middle of the pack uh, defense, I think the, a lot of those close games wouldn't have been as close. So I think it's going to come down to them being able to run the ball and, be, and then shoring up that defense a little bit. And then, you know, I've been around Kirk, and I know everybody wants to twist and turn the numbers any way they can. But I also you got to look at the side of, you know, he can't win in close games. Look at how many times, how many fourth quarter wins he's had this year. I don't know mm-hmm. what the issue is between a primetime game and a one o'clock game, but I do know I was, you know, when we went into New Orleans, New Orleans a few years ago, that was a big win for us in, in an overtime win when he hit Kyle Rudolph in the end zone. So I know it's the, it's not the game or the, the, the situation because he's proven that he can uh, win in those situations. It's just for some reason, the time slot. So maybe I'd adjust his uh, bedtime <laughs> yeah. differently. I don't know. Has, has, I wish I had an answer for that. Yep. Has Jefferson exceeded your expectations? I mean, a big reason why they have so much offensive firepower is what you uh, you did from a personnel standpoint. But how high did you have him on your draft board? The look on your face was priceless when the Eagles went yeah. wide receiver but didn't go Jefferson. Yeah, no, that was, um, like I said, we really liked uh, Justin Jefferson. I have to give a lot of credit to North Turner, uh, who was the OC at the time, uh, or Kubiak, I'm sorry, Clint Kubiak. And, and uh, Gary Kubiak really liked him. Uh, our scouts liked him. We spent time with him. So I don't know if you ever know how good someone's going to be, uh, because I think if anyone would have felt that he was going to have the type of career he's had so far, he would might have been a top 10 pick or higher than that. Mm-hmm. So um, you just go, and sometimes it's luck the way the board falls to you. That year, I know when we traded away Stephon Diggs to Buffalo, uh, who was in the prime of his career, and I think is, a, is one of the top uh, receivers in the league as well, and us able to rebound from that and get a rookie contract with a Justin Jefferson and have, you know, J.J. performing like he's performing, I think it ended up being a win-win for both teams. Absolutely. Uh, We saw what happened. It was a hot topic with resting versus rust and what the Chargers did and how Dable treated the final game. Were you in constant communication with the head coach about what you should do from a draft standpoint, where you're sitting at record-wise, or to sit or play people down the stretch? What was the communication like there? No, the head coach always was uh, the final decision maker on who was going to dress and who was going to uh, not play. Uh, and I think there's a fine balance between making sure, you know, like you saw Tampa and Todd Bowles, he played Brady and those guys and kind of kept that yeah. momentum going. So 
I think there is something to that. Um, you know, the uh, Philly, you know, they had they were trying to get the number one seed, but I thought it was great that because he was deemed healthy enough to play for Hurst to go out there and get some game action before the playoffs start. So I, I always believe that you, you, you play, you go out and you play to win the game, but to be smart, knowing where you're at. You know, the Chargers situation was, I believe, a little different because they were just locked in at number five, I believe, at the time. Mm-hmm. So there was no way to move up. Same with the Giants. So there were two different philosophies there. Uh, luckily, it sounds like Mike Evans is going to be healthy to play this week. I haven't heard anything different yet. But God forbid if you would have lost a, a Herbert yeah. or one of your key guys uh, in that last week. So I know a couple of coaches I've been with uh, a few years ago, we were in the playoffs, and I think it was the uh, Coach Zimmer elected to rest some of the main starters. Uh, and I think that was the only game that and no one ever talks about this, that Kirk Coven ever, Cousins ever did not start in his career uh, since he became a starter. So, uh, but I think that's a fine balance, but you have to understand your team, where your team is, and you want to make sure they're peaking at the, at the right time heading into the playoffs. Follow the money, Paulie and Mitch Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Rick Spielman, our guest, former Vikings GM. He's with the 33rdteam.com and CBS analyst. You have a great article up on uh, both what the Bears should do and Ballard's on the hot seat. He said yesterday, I'll do whatever it takes. Could I move up from four to one? What do you think the Bears should do? And how high are you on Bryce Young? Yeah, I've had an opportunity to see Bryce Young play live twice. And I know everybody's going to criticize him because of his size, and he's not a big guy. Um, but I've never seen a quarterback play. You know, he's small, but he plays with such great vision and such great anticipation. He just has a knack and a feel for the position. And I kind of equated him to, and whether this is people can relate or not, is like when Steph Curry came out, he was too small, you know, a little point guard. Uh, and look at one, what he went up and did the career. I don't think there's any question about Bryce Young's uh, ability on the field, what the people will question with and what's going to happen internally with all these teams, especially if you're up there and want to go get a franchise quarterback which I highly believe he is capable of being. Um, but you're going to worry about can he last for 17 games mm-hmm. uh, and take the hits he's taken. But some of the throws that that kid makes when you are standing on the sideline and where he puts the ball, his anticipation for a guy that's probably going to be under six feet, uh, I really have ever seen him get a ball batted at the line of scrimmage. He just got to have, he has that natural feel to slide in the pocket, to find open windows and his accuracy at all levels of the field are, are, are just incredible. So I think he's going to be a, a franchise-type guy. The biggest concern, and it'll get beat up in the media too, is can a guy that small play at a high level and be a franchise guy uh, in the NFL? Rick, we only have a minute left. Do you think Tua or Lamar Jackson play this week in the playoffs? No, I, I don't know. I haven't had their medical staff call me yet this week. So <laughs> I will make sure you guys, I call you guys first time I hear from them. Uh, I don't know. I think Tua's situation is a little different because of the concussions. And God forbid if he went out there and had his fourth concussion, what's the ramica- ramifications of that? Where uh, Lamar, 
uh, you know, he's been out since I believe December 4th with that uh, knee injury, the PCL injury. So, but I do think Baltimore, for them to have a chance, Lamar has to play. Then the question yep. is, he hasn't done anything since December. How rusty is he going to be? And how healthy is he because he makes a living with his legs at that position? Yeah. You can follow Rick on Twitter. He's at Spielman underscore Rick, and you can read him at uh, 33rdteam.com. He's an analyst there and also at CBS Sports. Rick, great talking to you today. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate that. All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. You yeah, got it. Be good. I talked to that guy for a long time. Uh, Biennemi was on his staff and uh, the Thielen story. The Jefferson, you could say, okay, well, he falls into our lap. We have to take Jefferson. I mean, he's laughing with Zimmer on draft day. That video was so good. Yeah, it is. For those of you who missed it. You I mean, check out that video on YouTube. Whatever. How about the Thielen thing, though? He's just some guy off the street. He shows up at a workout at Minnesota State. And they're like, oh, we'll sign him. I mean, that's an incredible story. Wasn't that, was it Randy Moss who was on TV saying, oh, yes. boy, Thielen, sneaky fat. Or yeah, he judged a book by his uh, cover. Yeah, the kid can yeah. scoot. Look at the 40 time. Yeah. Amen, brother. We'll recap what took place last night in sports betting. Win some, lose some. This incredible run that we had in the NHL last night. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Some Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Oh, goody gumdrops. Look at this. First period overs last night in the NHL. A perfect 10-0. Dream scenario. Goals plenty. It's been that case for the last couple weeks in hockey. Vancouver again, goal in the first 10 on the road. Yes, nine and 19 and one run. And there were six goals in the first period yesterday 
against Pittsburgh. Suns money line plus 550. They upset Golden State and Curry was back. Magic money line plus 275. They won at Portland. And your big boy, South Carolina money line, 14 to 1 at Kentucky. They lost by 43 Saturday to Tennessee. They beat Kentucky. Half empty arena. The signs up. Leave. Take the Texas job. Uh, the the message board afterwards. I gave. I left my wife. My wife gave me an ultimatum about it's either me or Kentucky basketball. And I did the chant. I'm walking her out the door. This is all I live for. I bet he was happy when there, things were going well though for Kentucky. But uh, he's miserable now, and he can't stand watching every Kentucky game. And the embarrassment that was last year in the tournament with the St. Peter's game. Subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com. Watch the show, vcin.com. Eclectic mix, we hit every demo. You always want to see these videos and these tweets. Just a tweet today, down the street on the strip, Caesars Palace, high limit, nosebleed section. Gangster, $500 a push, triple-double. Dealt two twos, it comes two, two, three. Not bad. $200,000. Yeah, it's okay. Pay that man his money. Unbelievable. What a hit that is. Lose some. The Mavs. Plus three and a half down to one in the over 220 up to 224 and a half. They lost 113 to 101. What you do with the Clippers is a guessing game. <laughs> How long is Kawhi going to play? How many? I mean, it's a joke. Thunder, heat under. 224 down to 221. Fell 223. Pistons, Sixers under. 230 down to 225. Not even close. 147 to 116. Buffalo, Miami, Ohio under. 157 down to 152. That was 9180. One lose some. There's the sign. Can't believe they tossed the guy at the Kentucky game. Please go to Texas. And they tossed him for that. It's ridiculous. My God. You can't toss the guy for bringing that sign into the arena. Who's in charge of that, too? I mean, who would say, who would point out and tell security, yeah, get this guy out of here? How about just take the sign? Let's start with, remove, take the sign down. Sure. Kick the guy out. Right. Come on. Uh, it's, uh, Calipari's not going to see that, So, but it's somebody within the athletic department. My, yeah. Come on, people. Bad beat. San Diego State laying nine and a half against Nevada. They won by nine. They scored three points in the last five minutes. And Thunder Moneyline, plus 105. The Heat had eight players. Deadman got tossed for throwing a massage gun onto the floor, and he also got into an argument with Spolstra. So he got tossed. They were down to eight guys. They won the game by one, and they were 40 of 40 from the free throw line. Are you kidding? You gave him a round of applause earlier. I don't blame They deserve it, Paul. That is. Absolutely. Win some, lose some. Presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Get a $500 free bet. Up to a $500 free bet. Second chance bet for new sports bettors. Deposit code sports. You, uh, like you guys put that tweet up about uh, the way too early top twenty-five this season in college football because some people get mad at me, but I do give the SEC credit when they get in the big game. Most of the time, they win. They've also had doing a great job manipulating the system, which I'll explain coming up. They also teams lose their minds for whatever reason going against them. Lincoln Riley with Oklahoma, up and down the field with Baker Mayfield. Then he starts running the ball in the second half and gets away from the pass. Well, I mean, let, let's you, be honest. The, the teams at the very top are clearly the best in the sure. entire country. But you, again, you can't stand on the shoulders of Alabama and Georgia and say you're tall and root and just claim it for the rest of the conference. Okay, so I, okay. But, now one more caveat, right? Yeah. 
the whole conference and every fan did that with Alabama for like a decade. They did. Okay, then it turned into LSU and Georgia, so give them credit. Those two right. uh, programs reached that level. And that LSU team from three years ago is still the best team I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. So absolutely, they have the best teams at the top of the conference. There's no debate about that. The problem that you and I have has been like, we've been told it's a weekly grind for 15 years now, more than that. Right. It is? Well, here's my point. Look, Go back and look at the undisputed national championships before the BCS. Everything changed when they went to the BCS and ESPN got this crazy TV deal, right? And then you heard the week-in, week-out grind, and it's the best conference and, and the CBS stuff and the Gary Danielson. Go back and look. Now, I know back in the day, if you knocked over a Coke bottle at the local fair, they gave you a title. And Alabama claimed the championship one year. I think they had four losses. It was lunacy. But here's my point, and this is what I'm going to tie it in. My point is, I can do this with any other conference if you set the system up this way. This is R.J. Young's way too early top 25. He's with Fox. Now, Pat Forty from Sports Illustrated has Washington in his early top 25 next year. So give me USC, UCLA, Oregon, Washington, and Utah and put them all in the first poll of the preseason top 15. All of them. With the thinking and understanding, like this conference, SEC, no loss is a bad loss. Every win's a good win. If you lose, you barely drop. And oh, by the way, I only play eight conference games, not lying like you, and I don't play a strong non-conference, and I'm playing cupcakes in November when everyone's playing a, a, a tough rivalry game usually well, okay. or a tough opponent. So that, That's my point. If I, My point is, if I start with five teams in the top 15 preseason poll and no loss is a bad loss and every win's a good win, how am I not in the title game? Right. And you can start from outside the top 25 and be the third-ranked team in the country within three weeks. That also happens. Which has happened with the Mississippi schools in the past. Yes. Unranked? Now, uh, it's late September. Oh, now you're going to be number three in the country. That's the only league where that happens. I, I hate that, too. I, I will say this, and I, I hate what they do with the schedule. Because, to me, yeah, I, I would want to play everybody. I would schedule two or three as tough as I can find non-conference opponents every single year. And the Pac-12 plays nine opponents in conference play, only three out... They also, like, but they have manipulated the system to a point where every other conference needs to copy what the SEC does. Yeah. Every conference should go back to only playing eight conference games and before their biggest rivalry spot in late November, yep. they need to play the Citadel or they need to play uh, Gardner-Webb or whatever college team you're talking about. Play, play some of the... Bottom feeders of the... You should copy the SEC. You yep. should do exactly what they've done. Just, they've given you the model. Yep, I, 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 I'm with you on that. Even though I hate it. You do have to give them respect how they played this, though. But look at this poll. This preseason poll. Now, indulge me a little bit. Move up UCLA a couple spots. Oregon State, he's got 20th. He's got Utah, what? What is that? Seven? A nine? Nine. Okay, Pat Forty's got Washington, five. Put Washington in the top ten. Oregon, 15. You see where USC is at. Now you got you could have six in the top 20. Again, how are you not playing for the national title every year when you start with that? And it's, again, you're allowed to struggle. You can, you can beat a bad team on the road by 10 points, and it's okay. But in every other conference, like, oh, my God, what happened here? I got to dock them for that. I live and breathe. Yeah. And that's my point. Now, yes, on the big stage, they usually deliver. But, again, I can do this with any other conference – if that's my starting point, I will do it with any other that conference. Helps. That certainly helps, yeah. Also, this morning, award voters in the NFL are starting to release stories 
Uh, I've read two during commercial breaks today. Uh, guys who have votes, they have written stories about the coach of the year in the NFL. And each guy has basically made the case for like 12 coaches. That's how strong the candidates are this year. One person who is Mark, Mike Craig, he writes for the Star Tribune in the Minneapolis area. Uh-huh. I got to make sure I have his first name correct now. It's Mark Craig. He makes the case. He, he writes like little snippets on like 12 coaches. At the very end, he says, so who's going to win? It's probably Shanahan or Peterson, maybe Sirianni. Who do, uh, I vote for, find out February 9th. The other guys for The Athletic that I read yeah. so far today, he said it's probably down to Shanahan and Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin? The guy that Michael Lombardi brought up on this yeah. show earlier this week. Oh. But, but I found it interesting. It's only two people. I get that. But both, both voters have said Shanahan, it's down to Shanahan as one of the guys. Wow. Does that tell you that he's going to win? Yeah. Very small sample size, I understand. But it, You have to give him major points. To have a 10-game winning streak. You have to. And one of them, seven of them with Mr. Irrelevant. Yep. Yeah. Again, that's why you got to calm down with this draft stuff. And this guy's a, this quarterback no and doubt. this quarterback. No doubt. I mean, the, Trey Lance, he gave up all that uh, to move up and take him. He's the third best quarterback on his own team. So that's one pro tip. Follow award voters yeah. on Twitter. Another one here. Quarterback starting their first playoff game in the NFL and playing as an underdog. 5-21 straight up. 7-18-1 ATS. It's 28%. Since 2006, every pro tip is searchable and available for pro subscribers at vsin.com. Up next, Mike Palm, VP, Circa Resort and Casino. He'll join the show. What's the story behind one Circa Survivor entry taking the Colts with $6 million on the line? There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.